Hey, Hi. welcome to another film, film critters processes. Senses. Um, what we'll move? We've seen a lot. We've watched a lot recently. Yeah, we actually we kind of have uh, all over the place. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Which which do which do you actually want to talk about first? Because okay, this is our very special episode. No constant theme between these yeah, movies. Yeah, re- really two extremely different movies. We have uh, no idea how to categorize these together. We'll, we'll probably just put time codes, kind of like back when we did like Annihilation and yeah. whatever other two pieces of shit we watched with that. <laughs> and you can just skip to the one that's uh, yes. most theme relevant. Because this is... you want to hear. Let's start with Farewell. Yeah, I think so. Is uh, it The Farewell or just Farewell? It's The Farewell. Um... Yeah, I, so, I don't really know how much time we can spend talking about this film. It's a pretty straightforward, it's, I liked it, it's well yeah. executed, but it is a very straight, it's, if you saw the trailer for this movie, yeah, you, already you, know. you know if you're going to like this movie or not. And you, you, like, you probably will like this movie, it's very universally relatable, it's, it's very, like, it's, you know, it's touching, it's very good. It's very, uh, uh it's like personal without being... Like, while, while retaining that sort of universal, like, yeah. tension of, like, you know, family, tradition versus, like, millennial, whatever. Whatever themes uh, a variety writer would talk about this movie on. We're not going to talk about those. The Farewell, uh, which you should go see, or I don't know if you'll be... It's it's one of those movies that's got a weird distribution model because it's, like, yeah. it's like an A24, like... Like, not, not quite C-roll. Like, not, like, their stuff that they put out and then, like, 10 years later you find out was released by A24. <laughs> uh, it's it's one of their, like, oh, this is our, this is our artsier film that we're shopping around. But not well, as it, heavily. It got a surprising amount of distribution. It might, it might still be in theaters by the time this goes up. I think it's still, at least at the AMCs around yeah. here. Um, like, you know, kind of like one or two screenings a day. But it's still out there. There was actually a quote from Lulu Wong, uh, the director, about how... For like a short period of t- of time, its per screen average for gross was like better than the Avengers. Like she got that call or something That's like that, and she was like, "Dope." <laughs> she was like, "Okay, what does that mean?" So, okay, wig. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. The farewell. Better than the Avengers. Better than the Avengers. Actually, truly. that's not even a joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It just is a better movie than the Avengers. Yeah. Um, even if you like superhero movies. I assume you have family. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I assume you like, have people you love and care about. Um, yeah, and and to give a to give a little bit of uh, clarity, which you know people might know this or people might might not know this, uh, this is actually based off of uh, Lulu Wang's do it doing like a story on this American life about really how, I don't know that's where it came from. Okay, yeah, about uh, a real thing that happened in her life, um, and the farewell is like it's not really like strictly about like. It's it's not like nonfiction. It's technically fiction, but like because because Aquafina is such a different like character as Billy, according according to like the director, um, and like, but but it's it's based off a lot of things that actually happened, like the uncle breaking down at the fake wedding, like actually supposedly happened in real life, and they actually did the fake wedding that is in yeah. the movie. That's, yes, that's so funny. Yeah, so it actually <laughs> happened. That that was like because like I didn't, didn't do too much research into like how much of this movie was real, but like yeah. I remember watching it and being like, I know this is def- I know this is based on stuff, but I'm like, did they really do the fake wedding? Because mm-hmm. like I just want to say, fucking like secret powerhouse of that film is the 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 
I think it's her cousin's girlfriend who's Japanese and doesn't speak Chinese. Yeah. And it's just like so obviously like having fun, but also having fun in the most like, oh, my boyfriend of 18 months is like, <laughs> listen, yeah, I know we've barely been going out. Not even 18 months because it hadn't been a year. It had been like six months. I think they say in the movie that they lie and say it's been 18 months. But just oh, like God, six yeah. months into their relationship, just like, It's like listen, three months. That's, yeah. It's, it's so, it's, it's crazy so short. very, barely <laughs> starting. And he's just like, listen, on one hand, all right, I'm going to, this is going to be a, this is going to be a pitch, a compliment, uh, a conceptual pitch. Good news. Let's we can go to China, all expenses paid, and have like a huge yeah. party. Oh, my Bad whole family's news. gonna be there. Yeah. Bad news, we're pretending to get married. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I, I loved all the parts about the um about Nai Nai like calling her stupid because yeah. she doesn't speak Chinese. <laughs> it's it's so funny because people being like, no, no, like she's like she's fine, like she's just like I. They barely even interact. I can't even understand what they're like together. I think she's stupid. And she's yeah. keeping like she doesn't speak. Ch- she doesn't know what you're saying to her. <laughs> you're like God. upset at her and like making gestures, but you're not even trying to explain to her what she's doing wrong. Oh my god. Oh, I I I love I love her. I love that her whole character is just like definitely was pitched on this and was just like yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that sounds dope let's do it you know okay so more lore about this film that i learned I, I i listened to a lot of interviews about this uh film i i haven't listened to the original like this american life or anything like that um but so at the at the end of the film spoilers it the real life nai nai is still alive um, yeah that was really sweet to see it was really really sweet um that she's you know she as of this, t- as of the time of this recording, um, you know, as far as we're aware, has uh, long outlived her diagnosis, which is amazing. Uh, good work on her. She still does not know. Really? And they shot a whole movie in China, and and Lulu Wang has had conversations with her family, like, "Hey, this movie has Chinese distribution now, like in the area the, where she Nina can't, lives. She can't see it. She can't go <laughs> yeah. watch it. That's." so funny especially because like the way the movie ends i thought it was gonna be um i got it spoilers for real life uh the way the movie ends i thought it was like there was a heavy implication that like she she knew but didn't know kind of a thing where it's like she either she knew that they knew but she didn't want to say that she knew that they knew because she didn't want to like upset them for doing this nice thing for her yeah or that she knew she was dying but didn't think that the rest of the family knew yeah she has these like kind of discreet lines of just being like uh i'm i'm gonna die yeah (laughs) giving a bunch of money to billy yeah the the whole scene at the end where as soon as she leaves like like you see her just like break down crying in the road and it's like Mm -hmm. the only time you see her express emotion like that level of emotion in the film so sad it's oh, it's so good. I I was particularly like a really big fan of the ending. I th- I think the dismount um on the movie was hyper effective, and I think it br- brought everything together really poetically. Um, and I and I felt it. It really hit home. Good job, Lily Wong. Good job, and good job, Aquafina. Because I was like, I was like, oh, like a a a kind of um not jokey, but that sort of like my vag girl. The the pro the post frat rap. Yeah. But, like, that opening the door to, like, rap being more like, yeah, you can just kind of, like, have a playful persona character. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the My Vag Girl. <laughs> killing it in this movie. She did amazing. Uh, her, 
it's it's a movie that I immediately walked out of the theater and recommended to my parents um, mm-hmm. just to kind of be like, hey, I'm Ken. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm Ken with this deadbeat bitch. <laughs> I uh, I love. Uh, I I actually sim- similar sort of connection point. I saw the movie with a friend of ours who's Cuban. Um, and the reason I bring that up is because when we were walking out, they were like, they were just like, damn, Cubans are the same way. <laughs> it's like what they said. <laughs> and they're like, told, just they're like, yeah, like I just like, I've had family like pull this kind of shit where they were just like, oh, I didn't know when to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of like dying. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't want to upset you. I figured I'd like wait. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's another thing that was reported is that like people from all over the fucking world like responded to this movie and were like people from like Ireland, people from Russia, you know, random ass places just being like, yeah, my family does this shit. And I I feel like that's like a really like good thing that I like about the film is that it does a very good job of it has characters say things, but the text of the film, if you're paying attention, very consistently undermines what they're saying, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, the, the family is very adamant to Billy uh, the main character that like this is this is a cultural thing. This is a West versus like the 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 West versus the East thing. This yeah. is like a traditional Asian thing, and like you don't understand it because you're too Americanized. Yeah. But throughout the film, everything that they chalk up to that kind of thing is like shown in some way to be like kind of a universal. Just like no, this is just like a thing families do. Absolutely. Um, like the the first thing being like you know in the first scene of the movie. Billy is just lying to her grandma about like everything that she's saying. Yeah, hundred percent. She's like, oh, like there's there's this incredible shot because in any other movie it would be like extreme close up to like <laughs> underline it, but she's like says something where like the grandma's on the phone. She's like, be careful. I was reading this news article, which is such a grandma move. Yeah, such a grandma move of I was reading a news article about the this. News. <laughs> um, that like in New York, like they'll they'll steal the earrings right out of your ears, and like, and then you have to go to the hospital because they they ripped them out. And she's like, "Well, don't worry, Grandma. Like, I my ears aren't pierced." And she goes, "Ah, you read the news article too." <laughs> but as she says that, she like moves the phone over to like one side of her face, and her hair falls, and you can see that she has earrings in. Yeah, they're not like big earrings. They're not like you know, like the camera doesn't zoom in on it. It's a very natural thing, but it's just enough so that like you know. The, using the best of the medium to it where it's mixing the video the the visual and the audio and everything of you the audience are hearing her say i don't have earrings while you're looking at her so immediately your eyes are gonna go to her ear and you're gonna be like she does have earrings in like she's yeah. wearing very very small conservative earrings but she's wearing earrings yeah um, and it's like it's like right off the gate like the movie kind of opens uh not with that but like that's like the like like that's one of the big scenes that starts the movie out so right out the gate, it's like it establishes like no, Billy's not like too Americanized. Like this is this is just the way that sort of sense of you hide things from family or people you care about because even though it'd probably be better to be honest with them, you mm-hmm. know it would hurt them, and in the end, you would rather like take that onto yourself and like deal with the stress yourself than put that stress onto them so that you can feel better. And that even ties into the the way in which she hides from her family the the fact that she didn't get the fellowship. Yeah. Yeah, that's and I I I really love how that all ties up into the scene of Billy like talking to her grandma and just like, "Hey, I lied to you." And her grandma just kind of giving her that whole spiel um, you know, and like just a really just really great denouement to like kind of the subtextual plot of just like hiding hiding the actual like 
illness from grandma uh, because you ac- you actually kind of see it throughout the movie where like there's there's the element of like the lie and then there's everyone's like obvious internal conflict and and people kind of kind of lying to themselves in a sense um, where like like you know like for example the uncle being like you're too emotional you can't you know she'll know and yeah then, and then being being the one to cry like at, at the wedding and and Billy just being like what the fuck she's gonna know I I, I really love how this movie sort of like you know there's uh, sort of like acknowledges traditions and cultures and stuff and does make them very much like yeah these are things that are important to people these are things that they put value in mm-hmm. but that you know it's not like uh in this country we drive like this <laughs> and in this country we drive like this yeah no it's it's kind of um it 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 has this really good like round table scene where it's kind of like shows everybody's individual like complexes and like where they stand on, like, how they feel about their identity and how they feel about, like, what their future is going to look like. And, like, opportunity. Yeah. There's, like, a class element to it that I really like. Yeah, and Billy has this whole thing of just, like, yeah, I when we moved to America, money, uh, you know, money money isn't everything. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? If you came back to China, you would be a millionaire like that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's, there's another, like, a, a theme in the film that I... Oh, I wish I knew more about, like... Um, the the political and development side of it, where it's like there's an ongoing subtler theme, uh, very much so about like land development in China, mm-hmm. because they're constantly showing like high rises going up, and they're constantly talking about oh this building is new, or like oh, oh yeah, yeah earlier we actually drove past your child at home, but you didn't recognize it because the neighborhood has changed so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and like that was something where it's like it definitely felt like okay, there's probably like a a more specific to like the specific climate of development in china like commentary here because they're definitely like going for stuff like the the cheap the 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 cheap kind of broken down hotel that just went up also being a like very clearly like pay by the hour like you bring uh like sex workers here to gamble illegally oh yeah yeah there 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 was a lot of that <laughs> I have nothing to contribute. Yeah, no, it's, it's like, or it's like, yeah. it's like I, I wish I knew more about uh, like the the political stuff that like goes into that because I was like, oh, there's, but yeah, no, it's like, it's like if I find an article about it, like I'm gonna probably read up on it. Um, yeah, yeah, write in, write in. Yeah, if you know anything about it, like if you if you've seen something about it, if you just know more about like the context of those kinds of scenes, it definitely felt like they were included in an intentional way. I just don't have the the uh, like literacy of the situation to to connect them to the larger film. Mm-hmm. Um, the performances in this movie, though, on point, so good, so on point, incredible. Um, all really, really good. Uh, did you know that the great aunt character plays herself, and the, and the dog also plays herself? That's so cute. <laughs> Which makes it even funnier that it's being distributed in China, and she's like, Grandma can't see this. <laughs> <laughs> she's in the trailers too, which is fucked up. Like the dog as well, like. Grandma, you want to go see the new Avengers movie? Oh, fuck. Uh, Bitch, that's you. So someone's just like, like, you go into the Avengers. They're like calling ahead. Like, what trailers are you playing before this movie? We have to know. Don't ask why. Just Just, Okay, you're playing the farewell trailer. Okay, 
what what order? What how <laughs> late to the theater? We will we will take shit row seats. <laughs> Goddamn. Oh great. Oh, Grandma, look, uh, we're out of popcorn already. Why don't you go to the concession stand for <laughs> two minutes? Run, run, Grandma. <laughs> run, night night. Don't you have to go to the bathroom? Go, 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 go. Come on, you want to go now before the movie starts, right? <laughs> cut the power, cut the power, cut the power. <laughs> <laughs> they just, like, the trailer starts, and they just, like, like Batman style, just, like, pull the, like, pull the <laughs> audio, and they're like, oh, sorry, there's an audio failure. What is this movie? Who knows? <laughs> Just gonna skip past it. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, what a. I was gonna say what a fun movie, but it's really not. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's fun. It's cute. It's. I love it. I like it. It's I. Good. It's. I like it. It's great. I. I would call it feel good in the like bittersweet way. Yeah. It's. It's one of the few films I've seen that portrays uh family in a way that makes me go like, oh, you know what, families. Yeah. Families are cool. Families are okay. Sometimes. Um, so instead of our usual rating scheme, I actually want to, uh, it's obvious that we both, uh, like this movie. Um, so instead of our usual value rating scheme, uh, would you want to be told if you're going to die? Like if you're terminal? Oh, um, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. But that's for me, it's because it's like, God, that'd be such a relief on my, off my shoulders. I'm constantly just like, am I dying? So to just be told, yeah, I'd be like. Fucking all right, cool. <laughs> I mean, I don't got to stress about it anymore. <laughs> I'm too much of a hypochondriac for this shit. Yeah, that's fair. If you're my long lost child, <laughs> and you find out I got some like organ shit going on, uh-huh. just tell me. Give me a timeline. <laughs> Let me know. Um, <laughs> Let me hit my line. <laughs> hit my line. Uh, I think I would want to know. I think that's probably good to know. Get get some things in order. You know, I too. We also somewhat of the benefit of we're not like old, because like that's the thing yeah. that comes up in the film. Is she's like, wouldn't she want to get some things in order? And it's like she's like old, already a remarried, like because her husband died of old age. Speaking of my favorite, absolutely favorite, most families be like this moment was when they light the cigarette at grandpa's uh like cemetery at grandpa's grave because they're doing like you know this thing where they're putting down food and various things that yeah. he would like and they're like no you gotta unwrap it so we can eat it and they light a cigarette and they go to put it down and she goes like uh, no he quit and like grandma no he didn't and he's like he qu- yes he did a month before he died he quit grandma he just told you that so you wouldn't worry and then just like they're just like bickering about whether or not he quit. And then like one of the other uncles is like, "The man's dead. <laughs> Give him let, a goddamn let, cigarette. Let him have a cigarette. The man is dead. What else is gonna? What's the worst that's gonna happen? <laughs> such a such a brilliant like character moment. Like I've been around family having arguments that like just completely that just inane. just completely just like an inane like. I disagree with this thing, and I'm just gonna like double down on it until someone is just like, "This isn't. This is irrelevant. It doesn't matter either way." God, yeah, good shit. Well, recommend. Recommend, yeah. And now, and if we are dying, <laughs> please, please tell us. Please tell us. Um, do not resuscitate. Uh, so yeah, scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah, that's a summer it. hit. Is it a hit? No. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, Listen, I love Del Toro. Of course. And I liked the guy who directed the movie because he also directed Autopsy of Jane Doe. The premise for this film is 
Goosebumps dog shit. Yeah. It's literally the same plot as the Goosebumps movie that came out with uh, Jack Black or whoever was in it. That's that that actually that's very true. It's just some Jumanji bullshit. Yeah, it's like what if the stories that you remember reading as a kid were real? But the problem is like at least with Goosebumps, I feel like kids read those enough that they're like, "Whoa, I remember the slime monster." But this yeah. one, I was like, "Ah, I remember that image." Yeah. Uh, the big toe. <laughs> I remember that drawing. What was the big toe one? Uh oh, she wants her big toe. Yeah. Yeah. She wanted her. The toe. jangly man, huh? I don't remember Jenga that man. one. Jangly man was not in. The no, jangly man was some book. jangly man was some fucking Conjuring Universe bullshit. <laughs> uh, me, Tai Doty Walker. I thought when I was a kid. All right. We have both read scary stories to tell in the dark when we were kids. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Um, but I thought that was a scary story to tell in the dark. It, it was. I I was. I, it, I thought it was eerie. I, I it's a good story. Yeah. Uh, I, I I went and I looked up which ones were going to be in the movie and I read them all beforehand, mm-hmm. um, which I guess kind of spoils. Some of those scenes, <laughs> I don't well, know. But it's also like they assume that you're familiar with them in the first place, right? Yeah, they really do. And and my frustration is that like a lot of the sort of quote unquote kills are like very against the spirit of the books uh, or the book, I should say. I mean, like, I think they're sequels, but who knows? Because they they always the whole point was usually that they would end on an implication. Yeah. Um, although the 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 scarecrow one, uh, Harold. Uh, does end very gruesomely. <laughs> uh, the original ending in the books, I don't know if you remember, is that it's like two farmers arguing and they have this, uh, they they basically, they, the, the Harold Scarecrow plays the same sort of role in the movie that he does in the book, which oh, is he's God, just yeah, like your angry outlet where it's like the two farmers, like they would, they had Harold as their ugly Scarecrow and they would like, you know, fuck around with it sometimes. And then when they were pissed off, they'd beat it up to get their frustrations out. And then it starts moving and then they're like, ah, it's, probably just imagining that and then it like starts walking and they're like all right gotta go uh and then one of them is like shit i left my uh horse back there so he goes back and then he doesn't come back and the other guy like you know like kind of gets closer to the farm and pulls his binoculars out uh and what he sees is that harold is on the roof again because harold keeps climbing up onto the roof up to the story but he's stretching out um skin to tan in the uh tan in the sun the implication being that he killed the other guy and skinned him and is now making a scarecrow out of his skin. Cool. That's uh, cool. Yeah. The the stuff that they actually do in the movie of that scene, really? surprisingly upsetting for a PG-13 yeah. horror film. What the fuck? I, I, I was talking with a, a couple, like, I remember when we, like, the people I saw with, like, yeah, it was you and like, other friends. We were just like, that was, like, way more upsetting <laughs> than I really expected. Gruesome. It was fucked up. He was, like, vomiting hay and, like, screaming. And I will give the movie this... On one hand, I'm glad they stuck to everyone who was killed by these things, dead. Mm-hmm. Except the two friends weren't killed. They were just erased or, like, disappeared. Yeah. Uh, so that way they could set up a sequel, which is... Um, we'll, we'll get into that yeah. in a second. Uh, but then, like, you know, on one hand, okay, the racist cop's dead. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the, 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 the sister is all fucked up from spiders, but she's fine. Right. Um anyone else who died i guess is dead but the implication then there is that um they the guy who was cop in this movie they yeah. snapped a cop's neck in this pg-13 movie sorry uh, but it's like that implies then that timmy or jimmy whatever the fucking um scarecrow kid's name is so is he like permanently alive as that scarecrow or is he dead god because he's tf'd into a scarecrow don't say tf 
Sorry, he's transformation fetished into a scarecrow. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think he's still alive. Like, so is he just like permanently conscious as that yeah. scarecrow? Yeah, why not? Purgatory, fun. It's pretty, pretty. I mean, that's cool. I'm glad they stuck to that. I wish yeah. they gave us more of a clear sense. Because then at the end, they're like, and I know my two friends, Bimmy and Jimmy, are still out there. And I'm just like, what about the kid who's a scarecrow? Yeah, what, what about your bully? Yeah, I mean, like, I guess, you know, fuck him. But, like, aren't you a little concerned? Like, is he dead? <laughs> uh, is Can he be resurrected? God. Is the scarecrow still alive? Yeah. Yeah. And then there, there was that, like, weird shit. I, I liked the effects. They, the effects were cool. I, I, I did like how a lot of the monsters looked, except for... With the exception of Jenga Man. Um, Jangly Man, I think it looks the worst because it's the one that they clearly had to do the most CGI touch-up work on because mm -hmm. it is a contortionist playing him. Yeah, that was that um, stuff was interesting. And so the scenes where it's very clearly just the contortionist is good, and then the scenes where he's, like, pulling himself into pieces and it's, like, cartoons mm -hmm. is, like... Oh, this looks like garbage. <laughs> this, yeah. This sucks, dude. It was also just, like, less... Because in the original story, there's this, like, weird thing where, like, he hears the voices coming from outside uh, that are, like, chanting. Yeah. And then the dog responds, and then he hears, like, a voice also responding from the chimney or something like that. So, like, there's all this important of, like, all of these people being outside, and there's something in the chimney, and the dog is talking... And then the head fall, and like none of that is represented in the movie. It's just like there's a head in the chimney, and, and it says the funny line. Yeah. Uh, and then the head turns out to be the jangly man. Yeah. And then it kills, <laughs> and then it snaps a cop's neck. And it snaps a cop's neck in half, um, and throws the body, Which, Jason you know, Voorhees style at yeah, the FTP, <laughs> but like, you know, uh, very very tonally strange. Yeah. Uh, such a such a like again weirdly gruesome movie for very very hard PG thirteen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that weird like absorbing the kid into the lady. Yeah, that was the. Oh, I didn't. I, didn't I that, that scene was stressful. They did a really it good job making that scene yeah. very upsetting and stressful. The absorption thing. You think? Del, so you think? You think Del Toro? <laughs> Let's not go. I don't I mean, know. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know. We don't have to go down that road. But, like, it's very... I don't I don't love it. I don't, I don't love to see it. I don't, it's not... Let's let's be clear about this. This movie sucks. This movie it's is... really bad. This is a Netflix movie. Yeah. And that it's a movie that if it comes to Netflix, you should watch it for the visual design because it's the, the monster design everything is cool. You should watch it for, like, an appreciation of the director, like, the way he sets up some shots. Mm-hmm. It's fucking Stranger Things bullshit. It's yeah. it's it part one. Yeah. It's child's play. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's this weird faux nostalgia, but like for intellectual properties that don't really suit that. Yeah, for real. Also, it's about Watergate for some reason. <laughs> Jay, we walked out of the theater and Jay like was insistent that it was uh, about Watergate. So I, and I don't really disagree. So apparently it's it's more about the Vietnam War, which okay. makes sense because they're more prominent about it. But That's they true. very ham-fistedly in include a lot of stuff about it being like the eve of Nixon's re-election and the Vietnam War and one of the kids is a draft dodger, which also I need to get back to because... Fuck that plot line. Yeah. Um, but it's like all this stupid shit. 
And then it's like the big twist with the ghost is that she was actually basically murdered by her family to cover up their involvement in poisoning the wa the town's water supply. And that's where the myth came from. On the eve of Nixon's re-election campaign, famously that he won <laughs> due to a vast government cover-up where people were killed to cover it up. Okay. <laughs> sure. And then she writes a big tell-all expose in the school newspaper about it. All right. <laughs> Weird flex, Del Toro. <laughs> Weird. Sure. Okay. What's up with uh what's up with that girl being like looking like she's like 15 and um the draft dodger being at least 18? Yeah. That was weird. Like when they were introduced, it's like, okay, they're gonna they're he's gonna be like their cool older teen friend. And then it's like actual love interest stuff is established, and I'm like, I mean, like their their ages aren't too far apart, but it is like still kinda weird. <laughs> yeah, I think that they're I think that the direction was probably kinda or like I don't know. I, I, they'd I been didn't like the performances. Blah, blah, blah. If they had been like established as like friends, like since childhood, that'd probably be fine. But it's right. like they're meeting. He's meeting her at least. He's eighteen because he gets drafted in the Vietnam War. Yeah, and she's at least not eighteen because she's still in high school. God, <laughs> and is not graduating high school. <laughs> yeah, the movies have been really really doing that shit recently it's not 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 we don't like to see it also yeah the performances are fucking they're kind of pee pee poo poo they're kind of pee pee poo poo um they i mean that could be the script it could be the direction um yeah and the other in the director's other film i saw i don't feel like the, the performances particularly stick out to me i like it it's a good visual film it's a good horror film that's right. a, the autopsy of jane doe which yeah, they added to netflix that. shortly before this movie came out which is weird <laughs> fine interesting huh <laughs> okay it's kind of like it, it's this thing that I, it's this thing i've been paying in, Chris, increasingly attention to mm -hmm. where it's like what movies get added or taken off of netflix in anticipation of other films yeah like when they removed toy story from netflix when toy story 4 was coming out oh god uh it's not Scammers. you're not fucking subtle Hey, are you ready to subscribe to Disney Plus? I am so ready to pirate whatever <laughs> is on Disney. You know what's you know what's the worst part about Disney Plus and people like being excited about it, which they shouldn't, and if they are, fuck you. Fuck you. Um the worst part about people being excited for Disney Plus is that Disney apparently isn't gonna be having most of their like catalog that isn't like family friendly on there. The but fuck? they're not giving that catalog to any other streaming service. So there's just movies that are just being completely removed from the circulation. God damn it. Maybe like maybe that's just a rumor. Maybe that's not true. Maybe they will maybe they'll be like Disney Plus After Dark or something like that. But I you know, that makes sense. That's not a surprise to me fucking at all. They'll be like, Oh, you want to watch an R rated movie? Disney Buy Plus. a DVD piece of shit. Disney twenty one plus. <laughs> <laughs> House of Mouse after dawn. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the basement of Mouse. <laughs> Jesus. Another thing I don't love about this movie, the draft dodger. Uh, that's fine. That's great. He should dodge the draft. Yeah. And then at the end, he's like, "I'm not. I'm not scared anymore. 
I'm going to go off to Vietnam. And it's I'm like, waiting. he is going to die. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's not wrong. You do get sent off to Vietnam to die. That's what happens. Yeah. Especially, like, if you're, like, a non-white kid in, like, the 60s. Mm-hmm. Like, those were, like, those were the vast majority of people being drafted and sent overseas and put into the positions where you're just, you're just meat. Which, an- another thing, like... All right, this movie this movie has a whole subplot about like the racism aspect which like don't think it's done very well, but who am I to say? Blah blah blah. There's like also this like weird costume design like standard where everyone is dressed like an iPod commercial and oh, it's supposed to be like the 60s. Yeah. It's when the movie started and it said 1968, I was like this is going to be backstory. And then the main characters are introduced and I was like is what yeah like these characters in the trailers don't dress look act or talk like it's the 60s for real and it's like that's a stylistic choice but it's the wrong one for this movie (laughs) (laughs) don't set it in the fucking 60s then it doesn't make any damn sense set it in 2003 and have the background thing be the iraq war yeah coward coward because then he's not dressed he's not dodging the draft yeah then he's just not going to war because he's a he doesn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> then it makes more sense that it's not like I'm not afraid anymore. I'm willing to have the government forcibly send me off to war to die. <laughs> it, it's about bravery. It's he should be brave enough to continue dodging the draft. <laughs> we all should. Yeah, I don't know. In, in the sequel, uh, it turns out that he's actually like a deep op, and he just like intentionally sabotages uh, the war machine effort. And meets John McCain. Oh, some Metal Gear Solid shit. <laughs> yeah. He pulls some fucking deep, deep espionage. Uh-huh. Um, and then, like, he, he gets his old friend, the 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 Red wo- red Room woman, to, to just, like, start absorbing kernels and stuff into it. And Jane Fonda's there, and they have a Jane Fonda joke about exercise tapes. Oh, my God. It's going to be fucking Once Upon I, a Time in I, Hanoi. Once Upon a Time. I'm glad we didn't go see that. Uh, yeah. This movie made me angry enough. Yeah, yeah, for real. Um, I'll, I'll probably watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood at some point, but it was like, everyone I've seen who's seen it is like, if you like Quentin Tarantino films, you'll probably like it. And I'm just like, well, I don't. <laughs> so I fucking won't. Not even for moral reasons. I just don't think they're very interesting. I'm just, I'm just yeah. almost 30. Yeah, <laughs> I just am almost I thirty can't years keep old. Doing this with you kids. So anyway, scary stories. Not much to tell. Yeah, about these in, in any scary stories to tell after dark. Tell scary stories to turn off the lights. Uh, scary stories to next page, please. <laughs> it it really feels like it feels like something where it's like somebody attempting to salvage something from like underwater and it's like mm-hmm. they did a great job of doing that but it's like not a car you can drive yeah <laughs> it's still a piece of shit it's yeah it's not really the most translatable uh, it's not super functional it doesn't doesn't exactly stand up i hope they had fun del toro yeah. i don't give a shit if anyone else had fun <laughs> well well assuming he was on set i i hope he had fun he was i'm sure he was yeah um, what would I rather spend my $15 on? Uh, maybe like importing or get, or getting off eBay, like 
So the Animorphs TV show had like a really, really limited like VHS release mm -hmm. and like just getting the collection of those, I feel like would probably be about like 15 bucks. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I, I, I would probably, you know, splurge at that one costume store. Oh, uh, the one on Broadway? Uh, Wendy's? No. The one, um, the one, the one that's by Northgate. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah, that makes sense. Get, get yeah. like, a nice nice little fun costume. Yeah, get something for Halloween's coming up. Oh, yeah, Halloween be Scary coming up. Season. Oh, I can't wait for Halloween to come up because there's going to be so many horror films that we're going to see yeah. and talk about. Yeah. I like I like horror. We like horror. <laughs> I've been seeing a lot of Oopsie. horror films. Hopefully, Baru will get her ass to Ready or Not, and then we can do an episode yeah. on that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best. Uh, I think I think you might have missed the time window for them that they that follow. I did those I, those following. I'm bummed about that one. Uh, it'll it'll probably come to Canopy honestly, and when it okay. does, you should watch it there. Fuck yeah. Um, if you if you if you have the option at home to see they that follow or whatever it's called them that follow them that follow they, they them, that them follow. there that <laughs> that there then followed. <laughs> uh, pretty good. It's a pretty good movie about um, snake handlers in West Virginia. I would call it a spiritual compliment to Winter's Bone. Oh. But way more Ooh. stressful. <laughs> All right, good to hear. Um, so, what would you not have rather spent your fifteen dollars on? Um, I went to this really bad pho restaurant a while back. Oh, really? Called pho.com. Ah, what? yeah. Uh, my first idea that it should have been bad was that it was in the, it was in a mall area where there was a second pho restaurant that was popping off. Yeah. And so we're like, whoa, it's busy. But this other pho restaurant's not. That should have been my warning to not go there. <laughs> uh, I'm glad I did not get... I would have rather not spent that $15 on pho. I, I would have rather spent that on the Scary Kids, Scaring Kids movie. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that I would rather... I'm glad that I didn't spend it on seeing Child's Play again. Um, and yeah. instead I spent it on Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites. Okay, so we... <laughs> Jesus. So we 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 talked about uh, the Stranger Thingsification of like yeah. horror and stuff. Uh, let's 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 elaborate on that. Bru, have you seen any of Stranger Things? I've seen the first season. Okay, probably stop there. Yeah, uh, season two is not great, but it's not, not as terrible. Oh boy, is season three bad. Um, uh, I'm not compelled. It is. You'd probably get more fun out of watching kids with Funko Pops on YouTube play play with play with like scary things <laughs> Funko Pops. Um, you know, like how the worst parts of the season one were like, look, we're the Ghostbusters. That was culturally relevant when this came out and we're nerds. Uh, yeah. A lot of that. That's annoying. <laughs> There's a scene in season three where the kid talks extendedly about how new Coke is actually good. Shut the fuck up. I'm dead ass serious. And then guess what happened? Coca-Cola brought new Coke back because people just loved season three so much. And it wasn't a pre-planned advertising gimmick uh, that they brought it back. And I only knew that because of the second that scene happened, I was like, this is an advertising ploy. You pay were paid a shitload of money for this Have you seen garbage scene. Stranger things. It's like prestige television oh i love prestige television i love it when it reminds me that i love the 80s oh, i thought God, about the I, 80s again oh i love ghostbusters i love seth mcfarlane jokes <laughs> i love robot chicken i love having a room in my house dedicated to collecting vinyl figurines <laughs> 
Um, so in conclusion, we're going to go to the Funko Museum. Uh, yeah, and we're gonna that's that's where that. we're recording our next episode. Yeah, uh, so enjoy. <laughs> Live from the Funko Pop Museum, <laughs> it's Film Critter! Um, but yeah, it's like, it's because of how popular and how huge that was as a cultural phenomenon, it's so obvious how much, like, modern horror shit. Yeah. Uh, which I pronounced as horse shit intentionally. Horse shit. Um... Just, just is trying to do the like the pseudo, pseudo, pseudo nostalgia, and kids are being really mean to each other and don't yeah. act like children. They act they like what adults cuss. think. They cuss and they say, "What the fuck? We gotta get the fuck out of here." God Except damn. That, unless it's PG thirteen, and then they just go like, "Who are the chicken? Are they even friends? Probably not." <laughs> God. Yeah. I watch things like this and I'm just like, I know you're only writing a trend, but it really makes me feel bad for like the, these writers' childhoods. For real, yeah. Like, I, every every movie needing to be about bullies and getting bullied is is maybe a bit much. And, and like uh, the weird thing where it's like, yeah, they're, they're always getting bullied, but then it's not like the classic 80s bullying thing where it's like, yeah. we're friends and we stick together. It's like, they don't seem to like each other much either. <laughs> it really seems like a friendship of convenience, which is ironic because that's the biggest problem of seasons two and three of Stranger Things. But the first season of Stranger Things, the kids actually seem like they like each other. Yeah. Not not so much in Child's Play or Scary Things. <laughs> um, yeah. So in conclusion... Stop making movies. Yeah, in conclusion, just if you don't have a good idea for a movie... You don't have to. Stop making them. Yeah, it's not crucial. It doesn't have to. It's really just... You're just kind of making a deal with the devil because inevitably you're going to make a movie with, like, probably a monster. Like, not a cartoon monster, like a human monster. Yeah. Yeah. Some sort of fucking reptilian bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Some fucking just actual blood sucking like actually eats human blood i've been reading a lot about jeffrey epstein lately <laughs> yeah, one thing first thing you know you're making a kid's movie next thing you're uh, killing epstein in, yeah. in a cell <laughs> next it's so weird that they actually uh in order to get scary kids funded del toro had to kill jeffrey epstein <laughs> he actually put on the big uh the red room woman costume and snuck into his prison cell and absorbed him that's why oh. they had to use a body double <laughs> So in conclusion, thank you for joining. Uh, thank you for yeah. In conclusion, Jeffrey Epstein was murdered, <laughs> and that's Jeffrey the Epstein scariest was story murdered. of all. <laughs> and that's the cover up that this movie should have been about. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? We have we got some time. Speaking of cover ups, The Hunt. Wait, The Hunt was the movie that got uh, that got oh. deleted. <laughs> deleted well it was the movie that was gonna come out and then oh, they just yeah. were like we're not releasing oh, it, like it anymore Bloomhouse production right? yeah it was like a, it looked okay so people are saying um some people are saying like oh it was gonna be like right-wingy mm -hmm. um i don't know if that's necessarily true because part of that was based on like a leaked first draft script which the other excerpts from it I refuse to believe anybody filmed that movie. <laughs> There's like a description in like one of the articles about it where it's like, "There's a scene where one of the global elite types is like, just says climate change is real and then shoots someone with a gun," which I refuse to believe no was way. filmed. And if it was, release the movie now. <laughs> I release need it. to see that shit. Uh, but yeah, they 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 pulled it allegedly um, in response to gun violence and Trump, you know, being like it's hollywood's fault yeah but it's like they're still releasing gemini 
<laughs> the Will yeah. Smith clone movie. Yeah, Gemini Man. Gemini Man. Um, they're still releasing. I mean, I'm sure if I pulled up what's coming out, there's going to be a lot of gun movies. Yeah. So I, I really want to know what was in this movie that they did not want to release. It's. It'll it'll come out. It'll it'll leak. It'll, it'll leak. leak. I, I hope so. We'll, I hope. we'll see it one day. I, I, I was just excited for it because it looks exactly like the kind of schlock that I just love. Yeah. Like, just the, the trailer being like, oh, we're in, um, God, they say it's like some, like, Eastern European country. No, they say it's Alabama. Uh, and then she mm. takes the license plate off after killing the shopkeepers, which are not, which are, like, trained killers. And she's like, well, I can tell you this, we're not in Alabama. And I'm just like, this looks fucking stupid i love it <laughs> this is some like fucking the the purge hunger games <laughs> yeah god damn sounds great let's yeah. just leak it somehow. leak it leak the movie release it if it's bad if it is as bad as that script suggests definitely leak it because i yeah. need i need to see a movie where a character just says cl- that's on the level climate of climate like, change that's is real that's on the level of like <laughs> the day after tomorrow when like Roland Emmerich uh, had like Roger and or had like Ebert and Siskel as like villains in the movie oh my god there's not really a lot to say about either of these movies not because of the fair because the farewell is really good but it's very straightforward yeah uh, and scary story scary stories is really bad uh, and very straight to the trash can <laughs> straight to the doo doo bin. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm Jay Bearhat. I am, as always, Baru. Um, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>